Hello and welcome to the Student Council, an educational advice podcast made for and by students where everyone is qualified to talk about their own experiences. I'm Carter Dvorak and today we're joined by Rhea Patel. Rhea, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. What about you? I am doing well as well. It's been not super busy recently. A lot of like getting ready for spring break, which is exciting. So that's kind of been what's up with me. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. It's a joy to to get to chat with you again. So the intro question, the question kind of to kick things off about what has been your favorite five minutes of the last week? And it could be, you know, more or less than five minutes, but just kind of a favorite moment. I think I'd have to go with uh, downtime in biology lab yesterday. So my lab mates and I, we had a few minutes to wait to perform our experiment. And one of the girls started to talk about an anime related to biology. And I was like, oh my gosh, is it Sal's at work? And then I was like, I love that show. And we went on for like around, I guess, five minutes just talking about like this one show that we didn't know that all of us watched and we were just nerding out about it. So it was pretty fun. That's amazing. I didn't know there was anime like strictly related to biology. Is it like, is it follow like bio principles super closely? Yeah, it's actually really cool. Um, my bio teacher had recommended it to us for extra credit last year and like when I was a senior. And it's like, one character is the red blood cell and then there's another character that's like the white blood cell and then they like show out how like cancer forms in the body and it's really cool like it's actually amazing this is amazing what's it what is it called again i want to like write this down it's called cells at work okay that's that's incredible i'm gonna i'll link that in the uh in the show notes here. So any listener, if you're interested in that, which it just seems very interesting, I am so far on the fringe of anime, but it's cool to just see all the crazy stuff and the really cool stuff that comes from there. Yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. So d- jumping away from that and into college, because that is the uh, the premise of this show for the most part, what's your college experience been? Where are you going? And just kind of talk me through that. Mm-hmm. So my college experience has been great so far. I go to St. Mary's University in San Antonio, Texas. And everyone here is really kind and willing to help, especially the upperclassmen, and the professors are great. I enjoy learning about everything that they have to offer and their passion. So yeah. Helpful upperclassmen feels like a very nice and cool thing to hear about a lot. I think that's something that is very valuable and very cool. As a high schooler, I remember the impact that like the seniors made with Mm -hmm. me. And it seems like at college, I I wonder, does this happen at your school? Like I've heard about schools that'll even offer like direct upperclassmen mentors and like people you can check in with and stuff. Is that something you've experienced? Yes, um, we do have programs like that, but I think personally, since I'm part of like my pre-med program and a lot of different clubs, there's a lot of, they kind of like match you with like bigs and littles. And then they, your like big will teach you about different things related to your major. So like they try and pair up as close as they can to like your interest and your major. And then they can kind of help you out that way. But also like informally, like if you meet someone like anywhere, I guess like the library, like you could still ask them to like help you out, you know, with anything. It's very open. That's very cool. And I actually like I'm gonna jump around the questions a little bit because so I was looking up St. Mary's and the class size seems very small, smaller than I thought it would be, especially I feel like everything's mm-hmm. bigger in Texas, except for this school, apparently. <laughs> but um, like your website or the website was saying like teacher ratio is 11 to one teacher student ratio and like class sizes are under 17 people. Does that do you think have an impact in like this close knit community that you kind of seems you have? Yeah, so personally, I was looking for a school that could like help cater to my personal needs. And 
I know that like I love to build connections between me and my professors and through St. Mary's I was able to do just that. So I'm able to like get close to my classmates and not be afraid to go out and like ask any questions because I think like sometimes in bigger schools you can get overshadowed and sometimes feel like you're wrong to ask a certain question because everyone else knows it or like just kind of put yourself down in that I guess and if you're in a smaller group personally I think that if it's close-knit and like you know everyone there you're more comfortable to share your doubts and get them cleared up so like to be honest I guess like it depends on the person like if they like to go like to a smaller school or a bigger school but I think that that was something that I was looking for in my school like that I was able to get close to my classmates and I feel like you said it a little earlier like the biggest fallacy I think of all of school is thinking you're the only person with a question with that specific Mm -hmm. question I think you're definitely right in smaller more intimate or just closer settings yeah it's easier to ask questions that like maybe in a larger class right if you're in a big old lecture hall and nobody's speaking like it's it's harder to raise your hand I've definitely experienced that and even on zoom too I think similar phenomenon but that's great that it can be much more like open space which is yeah very conducive I guess to learning as a whole so so you're also you know bio major as you said we bio anime is is a topic of conversation like what led you to biology and like I guess what's your plan kind of post-college like going after that Mm -hmm. so I've always known that I wanted to pursue medicine really like since I was a child I think I explained this like to you a while back yes yeah yeah (laughs) I love the story though totally tell it again um so when I was in pre-k I was asked like hey what would you like to be when you grow up just as a general question and I was like I was like, oh, I want to be a baby doctor. And everyone was like, what? Like, okay, like, you don't know what a doctor entails. And so after that, in seventh grade, we had a project where we had to act out like as a doctor. And then they would bring the theater kids in to kind of act out different diseases and just disorders that they had. And we would have to diagnose them based on our notes that we took. So I remember I had told my teacher like, hey, like, these are the two diagnoses I came up with. One is general and one is specific. And my teacher was like, oh, I know about the general one. Like, you got that right. But what is a specific one? She went in and, like, she had to, like, Google it and actually go through everything. And then she was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, this is exactly what it is. And so I think ever since, like, my developing journey throughout school, I've always known that I want to go into medicine. It's something that I've been interested in. But after college, I'm planning on attending medical school and hopefully pursuing pediatric oncology, because that's something that I'm very interested in. And I'm also thinking about going and studying something related to neuro, like neuroscience, because that's something that's also intriguing to me. As like, I took psychology in high school, and my psychology teacher was very influential to me and my journey. So I feel like somehow combining pediatrics, oncology, and neuroscience would really be like something that I would like to pursue in the future. That would be amazing. I'm with you entirely that like I also took psych in in college, high school last year. (laughs) Yeah, it was really, um, it was a really formative class, I think. And I don't think I'm going into that major, but I definitely think it like helped me see the world and how I see myself as a person. So take psych. And I guess technically it was college because it was AP psych, college credit, something like that. Yeah, definitely. And, and I, I do love that story. I, I also love the, the image of um, having a bunch of theater kids act out diseases. I feel like that <laughs> must have been like a very entertaining sight because theater, they go into that. I feel like they, the kids Yeah, it was very interesting. They came in with like makeup and everything too. I love that so much. That is amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. So we've talked about it a little bit with kind of the size and, and like the smaller knit nature and the openness to ask questions and build connections. But like, 
is that like is there any other part of the culture to saint mary's that you really like i guess you really find interesting or something you really like about that and then also i really like college traditions i feel like they're kind of a cool thing that like a lot of schools have very different ones so like are there any like traditions or staples or like very distinct things about saint mary's and like some of that culture mixed together yes okay so this is actually funny because we're having one of our biggest uh traditions happen again after two years um so i'll explain like first about saint mary's so St. Mary's is very close-knit where everyone knows each other, as I said before. Um, In just two semesters of being here, I've got to meet, like, so many people around campus, whether it be in the commons, which is, like, what we call our library, or, like, the cafeteria, the university center. Um, St. Mary's, although it's, like, a religious school, it's very inclusive of diverse faiths and tries to celebrate everyone for, like, the uniqueness they bring. And okay, now on to like the big tradition. So one big tradition that we have that's coming up this Friday is called Oyster Bake. And it's like 6,000 people come to our campus. And I'm not sure if you've heard of Fiesta, but in San Antonio, it's a huge holiday that commemorates the Battle of the Alamo and Battle of San Jacinto, which is like, it signifies Texas's freedom from Mexico. And every year during Fiesta, St. Mary's hosts Oyster Bake, which is a huge music festival that helps us collect food uh, funds for like various campus clubs and organizations. And due to COVID-19, like we haven't had Oyster Bake in the past two years, and it's going to be my first time experiencing it. So I'm super excited for it. That is amazing. I'm, I'm looking at the, the website right now. This looks very cool. The icon is... Oh, now I understand. So it's Baby Yoda, and like the part of his head where the ears don't come out is an is an oyster with two eyes, which is just yeah. a lovely image. But this seems incredible. This seems really really fun. Are there actual oysters as well as the the concert? Like, are, can you consume so, actual baked oysters? Yeah. So I think that's like one of their most popular foods. Although, like I've heard, like that's not recommended to eat because they're not actually that good. But that was like something I've heard. But no, we've no, we are known for our food, especially since it's like Texas, like really close, like South Texas. So it's like all like Latin American, Mexican food type. Yeah. This seems really, really fun. I'm looking at the lineup. I like how the, the headlining band is the Blue Oyster Cult. I feel like that's very, very fitting. <laughs> very, very cool. So incredible. That is, seems like such a lovely experience. Yeah. And so kind of the last question about like specifically your college and stuff is this is another thing I find to be really interesting about um, college and stuff. And like, you know, I think a really interesting experience of like kind of the first time maybe people are living on their own and and you can commute to school or do whatever. But like, what's the housing situation look like at St. Mary's? Is it a lot of people in housing? Do they stay there for that long? And like, you know, where do you, if you don't mind saying, like, do you live on campus right now or do you not? Like, where would you suggest Mm -hmm. even somebody as a freshman where they should stay even like what hall that might be? So housing on campus here is required for the first two years of your schooling, unless you're a commuter. Now, St. Mary's, since it's a very small school and it's located in like the middle of San Antonio, a lot of kids are from San Antonio and they just commute here. But the people who come from outside, you're required to stay here for the first two years. And so like I'm living in the same dorm as I did last semester since it's like my second semester of college. But um, I live in a hall called Odell Hall, which is our honors dorm for this year. And basically the name from that comes from uh, like all of the dorms here are named after Catholic brothers and sisters of the Marianist faith. So that's that's an interesting fact. Um, yeah. But I don't have any suggestions for like dorm location, but I do encourage living on campus just for the experience. And I think that that applies to 
any college really because like living on campus versus like commuting back and forth from home you're gonna have a different experience in terms of like meeting up with friends and like having that like study experience like together you know like that collectiveness because I know I have a few friends that live at home and like sometimes I feel like they're missing out because there's not like that they're not here for the whole time they just come to classes and then they go back home so yeah yeah absolutely I I considered doing commuter to one school pretty close to my house. And, and I think I quickly ruled it out just because mm -hmm. I th you would miss out on a lot, I think, not living at that school. And definitely. So transitioning away specifically from St. Mary's, although, you know, it's all still college based. The next couple questions we have, I usually combine these two, is two segments we have on the show called Pass It On and The Ultimate Tip. And essentially, these are like the heavy hitter pieces of college or high school or whatever, just advice. So Pass It On specifically is like advice that maybe you were told by somebody that you want to pass on and you know keep that grapevine going or an ultimate tip is just really like what is I guess the heavy hitter piece of, of college advice that, or high school or school advice that you want to share to the world okay so I'll go with the first one for now so we've all heard this one but I can't emphasize it enough is don't procrastinate like it's very easy for work to pile up in college and no one tells you like when to do what chances are like you'll be stuck in classes for the first half of your day and then like, when will you do your work? Like you have to keep a solid plan, study for exams beforehand and like stick to it. I think that's something that really hit once I like procrastinated for one exam, like at the beginning of the school year, it was like, okay, everything's finally up now. So I think keeping a schedule, sticking to it is very important. And then I think in terms of like, okay, this is like not a tip, but it still applies. So um, three words for the dream. So when I entered into college, uh, of course, I was like frightened and equally excited as a freshman and I wanted to make new friends. So like I met one of my best friends outside of biology class one day and she ended up being my lab partner. And one of the most influential things she ever told me was for the dream. And I know it's like not really a tip, but this one phrase is the one phrase that continues to like stick in my mind and makes me want to keep going because Every time I feel down, I just think about the dream and like I'm fueled to keep going on and on because I've realized like, especially the field of medicine, it's a very long journey to get there. And if we could like put ourselves down for one small test or one small thing in lab that didn't go right, it's like game over for you because you're like, oh yeah, like it's done now. Like if you lose hope right now, there's nothing that can keep you going in the future. And I think that if you keep thinking about the rough times and the happy times in this kind of light and like it'll help motivate you and help you keep going i love that i think that's a great piece of advice for the dream i will also i'll put that out on like a fancy little like canva font um <laughs> post and i'll make that post because i really want to now because that is really good advice i think yeah you know, there's always going to be setbacks, but there's always later goals that will eventually out trump those setbacks, even if they right now feel like the biggest things in the world. And I think that mm -hmm. that is constantly good advice to hear, regardless of where you are at any stage of life, at any stage of your educational career, you know, and don't sweat this. I think, stuff. yeah. And I think it's really funny because every time we're stressed about like a test, like the day before, she'll send me like for the dream and then the heart emoji and then the doctor emoji or like some kind of biology emoji. And it's like, it's like it's right there in front of you and it makes you feel like okay like this is the dream like this is what i need to continue to go towards and i think it's very nice of her to do that and like i don't know where she got it from but it's very nice advice it reminds yep. me of like those reels on instagram like where they show like don't give up like this is where you'll be one day 
And like she sends me those too, and I'm like, yeah, this is like very motivational. Like it's something that keeps me going. So yeah. That's amazing. I think most of the reels that I share to my friends may or may not be Rick rolls, but I also like for the <laughs> dreams as well. That's great. That I I've, I think I've seen those too, and I think they can be really motivational at times. Really mm -hmm. good to, to focus on that. Um, I I do have this question too. As somebody who has I think a lot of notions of what college is, and also a lot of co notions about what college isn't or like not knowing what college is, what were your college I guess expectations going in, and like how has the reality kind of compared to that? Okay, so let's kind of backtrack towards like high school graduation. So everyone, after watching High School Musical, it's like, oh yeah, graduation is gonna be just like this. But no, like after that, like after that experience, like especially during COVID when graduation happened, it kind of felt like High School Musical in the fact that like we would toss our caps and stuff. But it was like, okay, we kind of felt empty because of like the past two years before that. And then when I went into college, I was like, okay, I'm gonna have like a new journey. Like I'm gonna forget everything about high school because like it had been like two years since COVID happened, and it was like that one weird gap so I was like yeah I'm gonna get a chance to start my life afresh and like have the freedom to do anything I wanted make my own lifestyle choices have a lot more free time and like explore myself and although I was right I didn't realize how much responsibility that would put on myself and I had to figure out like when to eat what to eat what to do like there wasn't any like spoon feeding spoon feeding from me like or towards me it was like, if I needed help in my classes, my professors wouldn't come and tell me like they did in high school. Like I'd have to figure that out on my own. And I think one thing that I learned in college, especially like my first semester, is that you have to learn to be an advocate for yourself and you need to step up for yourself. And not only that, another thing that I learned is that your well-being really matters. And like you need to take some time to help your physical and mental health before anything else. So like I, at first, I wanted to get involved in everything, like almost any other freshman would want to like you see all these opportunities and you're like yes I want to get that opportunity I want to do this I want to do that but I realized that I should have like kind of stepped back so what I did was I focused on my education first and then started to join other clubs as I felt more comfortable and I think that through that like I was able to take some time for myself to transition just education wise and then kind of transition to like the social environment because you can always get into the social environment whenever it's just like I think it's important to know that the transition between like your education comes first, I think, especially for me. So, yeah. I think that's great advice. And I've heard that, you know, somebody else who I talked to on the show mentioned a very similar thing. And he talked about being somebody who kind of leaned into everything in high school and the importance mm -hmm. of leaning out a little bit as you get to college for dipping your toes in the water instead of jumping off the diving board, which I feel like the diving board advice is usually, I think, more what people are like give and receive. But I think that there is such a valuable piece of take things slow right college mm -hmm. even you know going to a, even a small school whatever size you go to college wise is massive and is long it's long and it's short right four years is something that i've experienced gone by very quickly in high school mm -hmm. but can also yeah, i feel like go by very slowly all in perspective right but i think you have time so i think that's great advice to really take it slow get education going first because that is the top priority i feel like mm -hmm. if you're going to a college especially you know for you on on a medicine track where like that's not gonna end anytime soon and i yeah. give you mad props and mad respect for that <laughs> Thank but you. yeah and, and the best of luck but I think that that's a really great piece of advice to, yeah, ease into things. I need to like really just take that to heart, put it on a bunch of sticky notes in my room and be like, don't go nuts in the first <laughs> school, okay? Don't join all the clubs. 
So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a great just great pieces of advice. Um one other thing I have talking kind of circling back to some of the dorm conversation we had. Do you have like a dorm room essential? Just like one one or a couple things that you feel like maybe you brought to a dorm that have really helped that like you you kind of need this in college life? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I don't know about like a traditional essential but i'd say like bring some things like that you that remind you of home so like keep some pictures in your room about like of your family and friends or if you're religious keep like an idol or an image or bring small trinkets that just remind you of like your room or your home uh college can get very lonely especially if you move to a place that's far from home or to like a small school like mine where there's like not that many people here like after like during the weekends And the small things are like really what will keep you going and will remind you that you're loved and cared for even when you're feeling down or like even when you're stressed. So like I recently picked, uh, printed out a bunch of pictures and posted them like on my wall. And so like every morning when I wake up, I kind of just see like all my loved ones, like all my family, my friends. And I'm like, oh, they're still here with me. You know, like it's not like they're gone because like I know like when after like especially during COVID, like I didn't get to see a lot of my high school friends after that. And when I did it was it was graduation day and then we all kind of like separated. So it's like I have pictures from graduation like reminding me that they're still here and like I'll give them a call every once in a while. So I think that keeping stuff that reminds you of home, your friends, your family is something that's very important. That is very very important. That's a good thing. I'm going to I want to make a note of that and really remember it because I've got some pictures that I'll definitely make sure to pack and stuff and I think mm-hmm. that is a really great idea and piece of advice. I, you know, I'll be going to a school that's like two and a half hours away from my house. So it's kind of mm-hmm. this like close but not far yeah. to get balance, but it's still like a new place, the first time away from home, like Yeah, I'm one and a half hours from my house and I go back every two, three weeks. So like even then I still feel lonely sometimes. So it's like I I get it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is that's a great essential. I think that like I've gotten a lot of you know great pieces of like shower shoes and, and things like that which have been excellent <laughs> pieces of advice too. But I think that yeah, the sentimental stuff is a really important piece of dorms as well. Mm-hmm. Any living space really. So, getting a little bit sentimental, still kind of talking about high school I guess and and it's, you know, it, it's very tough I feel like in the last, especially I think I feel like class of 2021 in particular really did get the short end of the stick as did 2020 yeah. in different ways. Yeah. Because, you know, I know my senior friends from last year and even me in junior last year with things are so up and down. You don't need me to explain that to you <laughs> at all. So I guess kind of what is a high school moment that you do still really think about and kind of reflect upon? Um, I actually think about my freshman year of high school. Um, mm-hmm. When I took AP Human, I really missed that class because that was the class where I made my best friends. Um, I remember like once we were learning about the scramble for Africa and there was a poster like of the map of Africa. And then we had to draw weird shapes and make them our own colonies and like divide up the continent. And I just remember like I drew a star looking thing like as my colony and everyone just laughed at it for like a solid 10 minutes. And I don't even remember like what was so funny about it. And I think that class was just full of a bunch of funny memories. Like I remember every time we had a project, I'd get down on one knee with my laptop open like to the project page and then go to my best friend and be like will you do this project with me and it was called like a project proposal or we would open we had like this tradition of opening gum wrappers and drawing on them like little little things like i will survive ap human or like cuz i know like that's like the first like hard hitter for freshmen in high school and so like i think human was just full of a lot of memorable events a lot of memorable friends that i'll still think back to and i think the teacher was very influential to me as well 
So yeah. That's amazing. Project proposal sounds like just the biggest thing in the world. Um, maybe I can, maybe I can bring that up in college. I don't think so. I might get like I get ostracized very quickly, but um, but I feel like that's a lovely thing. And there's there's something to freshman year where you can just do project proposals and laugh about a star shaped colony. Like yeah, that's just so it's fun. like we we would look at each other like from like whenever we would get a project, we'd look at each other from far away because our seating was like pretty far. And then, like, you know how in the office when, like, Jim looks at Pam and, like, he turns around and, like, he'll just, like, make that face? So she yeah. used to do that with me because we we were, like, big on The Office. We used to watch The Office all the time. So, like, I'd turn around and she'd be behind me and I'd just be, like, I'd just look at her. It was, it was the funniest thing. I think freshman year was just full of all those memories. It really was. That is really amazing. I love that so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of high school and or college, kind of getting a little bit musical. I'm curious, is there any like song or, or musical artists like, but particularly like, is there a song or two that have gotten you through high school or college or like an experience like that? Like I'm putting together essentially a student survival playlist. And so. Oh, uh, okay. I, I'd say, okay. Do you know the song Confident by Demi Lovato? Absolutely love it. Okay. So it, that song slaps. Yeah, that song really got me through COVID, college application season, interview season. And I don't know why, but I would just I would just listen to it right before like an interview for like either a scholarship or just like a college interview. And I don't know, it was just very uplifting for me for me, like for some reason. And like ironically it would boost my confidence. So like I don't know, it was interesting. Yeah. There's something to those power songs like that. I, yeah. I don't know if you've heard the song What's Up Danger from the Into the Spider-Verse movie. I would do that one mm -hmm. a lot for like interview jitters or like any kind of thing like yeah. that. I just have that going. There's so there's something to those songs. I think like, okay, for the listeners, I feel like I should say that music is something that very will very well uplift you. And it's something that we like overlook sometimes, but it actually helps in like times of stressful situations. And I think even now, like whenever I'm scared for a test or if I'm studying, like there's certain music that helps with everything. I think it's very cool to see like the correlation between your mood and the music that you listen to. It's very, very cool. I think that I completely agree. They even like there's instrumental music. I don't know if you've seen the show Ted yeah. Lasso. Wholeheartedly recommend. I think it's my favorite show of all time. But like the soundtrack, there are songs that I'll listen to just like, you know, soundtrack songs that will straight up lift me out of a bad mood in like over the mm -hmm. course of the song. And it's so cool. And I think that there is such a power to music. And that's why like I love, you know, making like playlists and stuff. And I love hearing there are so many distinct musical tastes, right? People have, mm -hmm. you know, put on this playlist like um i will survive by cake and like <laughs> you know pump it up and so many of these other cool classic rock like billy joel and so i'm, I'm excited mm -hmm. to create this just whole eclectic playlist but it's so cool how different music is and and the power that it does have on on emotions and us yeah. as people yeah it's amazing did you play an instrument at all this is a totally random question but um i played the piano for a while i think i started when covid started like I had a keyboard in my room and so like, or I had a keyboard in my attic and I brought it down and I was like, okay, it's time for me to learn. And so one of my best friends was taking piano lessons. So I was like, who's your teacher? And her teacher ended up being like a few houses down from mine. So I think right before COVID hit, I got a few lessons in and then I kind of stopped because COVID hit, but I think I had started to learn piano. So yeah. Yeah, that's great. Very, very cool. I was just curious. It feels like a very, like as a band kid, I feel like it's a very like band kid response to like talk about the power of music, but I feel like it's just, 
I, I completely get that. And so, yeah, no, piano is a lovely yeah. thing. It's so complicated, though. I like I learned yeah. piano in middle school, and then I kind of like haven't done it as much of it in high school. And I'll try and go back to play stuff, and I'm like, oh wow, this mm-hmm. is hard. Like middle school me had put effort and dedication in, in a way that I don't <laughs> have time for anymore. But it's a very cool thing. Mm-hmm. So the last question that we have is essentially, what would you tell freshman you in high school, the 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 one that would do project proposals, and then what would you <laughs> even tell even like you in college at the start of this year compared to now? Like any advice in that way? I think in high school, I would tell myself to not stress over the small things. And I think that kind of applies to my first semester of college as well, because I'm the kind of person who, if I get a lot thrown at me, I'll start to close up and just be like, oh my God, there's so much going on. Like, what am I going to do now? Um, I'll start freaking out like that. But I think that I, I should have reminded myself to kind of stop, take a breather and just, I guess, take some moments and time to myself because I'm one of, or I, I know like I'm one of those people who when I get a lot to do I'll just continue to keep closing myself up and start like start working on everything continuously and not take breaks and I think that taking breaks is something that I've learned to do over time so like I use the Pomodoro timer and like all of that stuff because that's something that really helped me not only plan out my time efficiently but also allow myself to take breaks like just to scroll through Instagram or watch a funny video or like listen to music and I think that that's something that I learned to do over time and I would tell myself that I need more time to myself and not just like solely towards my education I think that I need to take more time to like maintain my physical and mental well-being as I said before like I think I hadn't started working out until I think the beginning of the semester. Like I just didn't see it as a priority, but I think that that really helped me. Even though I have to wake up like an hour earlier, it helps me want to do like, or like it helps me, what's it called? Like it pumps me up and makes me more energized for the rest of the day. So I think that working out, eating healthy and like those kind of habits, I know like I sound like I'm adulting and like, you know, Cause like, this is what your, your parents tell you, like, oh, you should work out. You should like eat healthy. You should make like a good schedule for yourself. But it's true. It's like something that college has taught me that like these things are very important in your life. And without it, like you will feel lost one day. Like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent pieces of advice. And I second them on all fronts. I love work. Like I, I did not start working out really well until COVID hit. And like, Mm -hmm. I was very stubborn to go on hikes initially. I now love hikes and will just go Mm -hmm. after school a bunch and like work out. I'm one of those like Peloton guys now. So I'll be like (laughs) sitting over here, like recommending that every day of the week. And so, yeah, I love working out and and even like making cool, like eating healthy and and cool food and stuff too. Mm -hmm. And that all like, you know, that all helps education and like, you know, I think good, yeah. having good mental, physical, you know, spiritual well-being, whatever best you to you, like that helps you in your educational well-being to, I think, their, yeah. yeah. Coming back, like after the December break, I came back for December and then my mom was like, okay, like, cause my mom's a, like, she took a bunch of yoga classes and she loves yoga. And so like, she taught me about yoga and she also taught me about high intense interval training, which is like, you do like a bunch of exercises for like five minutes and it's like only five minutes out of your day, but it helps more than like one hour of yoga like it's it's very good for your heart and so like she was telling me like it doesn't take that long like you just have to take five minutes out of your day and do this like one workout and like slowly I started to learn that that actually has an impact on my like my mood for the day and I think that that's something that I learned very late on and I think that 
I think everyone should know that like exercise and just like eating healthy really helps you. Like I pushed it off till the very last minute until I was like, oh, let me give this a try when I had some time. And it really helps. It really does. My I try to bake into my routine because I like I'm with you. Sometimes I like getting up early, especially in COVID. I would do that when I like I could do Zoom school so I could wake up and just work out for like 30 minutes in the morning and then just get rid mm-hmm. of my computer um, and look like a, a mess. But that's OK. because <laughs> Zoom school uh, nowadays. I'll try and do some working out like after school, like kind mm-hmm. of in this. I find, you know, school is at 3.15, from like 3.15 to 4.15, I am not a functional human being who can complete my homework. Like, yeah. I respect anybody who's like, yeah, I get home right, like, I get right home and <laughs> I finish my homework. And I'm like, I-, I can't imagine your life, but I think that that's incredible. But I'll try now and like, I'll try and work out within that time. Because otherwise, I'll just mm-hmm. sit and like listen to a podcast and, and do nothing. But like, it's a great way of, I think, decompressing. And it gets me like this second wind of energy to then at like five o'clock or 430. Then I can do homework mm-hmm. and actually put some really good thought and effort into it. So wholeheartedly recommend. I, I also recommend listening to podcasts while working out. I used to listen to music just like as a thing like, oh, yeah, like music is the way to go, you know, but I realized that like, I listen to a lot of different podcasts while I'm working out. And actually, like, it helps my mind get diverted to like learn more educational things while also physically working out so like while i'm working out i don't put as much focus on like the pain versus like i put more focus on the words of the people that are i'm listening to and i think it's very interesting that i can do both things at once um yeah that's very cool I, I find it hard to listen to podcasts in workout, but I guess Peloton is technically like a podcast plus music because they talk a lot. And I think it does. Mm-hmm. If you listen to somebody like, you know, that can be relatable or funny or interesting to you that takes your mind off of I, Corey Booker just talked about this, takes your mind off of the heart attack you have while you run. Like, I, I think that's a great thing. So yeah. I totally recommend any podcast that you'd recommend. I'm always here to find new podcasts. Um, So I'm right now I'm listening to the undifferentiated medical student. I think it's very interesting because it's about a guy who was in his, I think, third or fourth year of medical school, and he was trying to figure out what residence he wants to go into. Of course, like this is more like medicine based, but he goes in and interviews a bunch of different doctors about their specialties. And I think it's very interesting to see and learn about what every doctor has to offer about their specialty and how they got into it. And I think it's very interesting. That seems like a very interesting podcast. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all that I had. I guess the last question to ask you is, do you have anything to plug? Anything you want to shout out or, or send people to? Um, I think I've pretty much done all of that with like the Cells at Work. Please go check out Cells at Work if you're a bio nerd. Like it's something that's an amazing show that they put. I think it's just amazing. Um, But yeah. Oh, also, I might plug the Daily Dosage. That's still going on. It's Let's go. Like, it's um, it's a student-led medical information center now focusing towards only cancer biology, just because that's like one of my passions. So I think that it has a lot of informative posts relating to cancer, how it can be prevented, what different types of cancer there are. And I think it's just very interesting to go and learn about that. So please go check out The Daily Dosage on Instagram. And yeah. Yeah, I will second that plug. Absolutely. Go check out Daily Dosage. If you want to learn more, I feel like, yeah, Rhea 
that we've talked about how daily dosage came to be, and we've done some updates on it on the other podcast I'm on called Positivity. Also still going on, even if we're in a little bit of a break right now, but those are some really fun episodes. If so, if you want more Rhea or more of myself or more of both, I'll link those in the description as well. Otherwise, yes. though, thank you so much for coming on, Rhea. This was a blast to catch up with you and talk talk all things college and advice. It was really awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and so thank you, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Student Council. I've been Carter Dvorak. That over there again has been Rhea Patel. If you want to find us, our Instagram is at StucoPod and our email is StucoPod at gmail.com. Wishing you good luck and good times in all your educational endeavors. For the dream, the council is adjourned.